Welcome everyone to another episode of Tell Me Who I Am. You fucking made it and I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Now, before we get into this new episode with my awesome guest, Amira Hakeem, I wanted to give y'all a heads up that there is some sound issues with this one. The, now, don't get me wrong. The vocals, the audio, it's all great. The only thing is we recorded in a studio that also houses a bunch of other studios. And unbeknownst to me, this was the first time this happened. Um, we, you can actually hear some of the music. It's not audible. All you hear is little basses here and there um, coming through. So if you hear like some in the background, that's another studio down the hall that's playing their music really loud. And I apologize for that. We're going to try to rectify that. We might have to go to another studio. Don't know. But the audio is still clear. The podcast is still great. And I hope you all enjoy it. Thank you. My mentality when I when I do start to be like, damn, this is a lot, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, this that's what it's supposed to feel like. If if you are going toward what the vision look like, and that's like greatness. That's you know, on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. That's the vision that I'm working toward. So I'm like, I just think about that, like this shit ain't supposed to feel, you know, comfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable, it's supposed to stretch you, it's supposed to be a burden to a degree. And you gotta Wrap your mind around that and accept it and embrace it. And you catch some wisdom off of that. You know what I mean? All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Tell Me Who I Am podcast. I have a special person in here today. Um, Why is she special? Well, she's dope as fuck. <laughs> and I don't think it's that hard to find people that are dope as fuck you just gotta know where to look but uh without further ado amira hakeem welcome thank you i'm happy to be here how's your day been so far um cool same old work 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 rihanna (laughs) (laughs) for those of you that don't know um, Amira's playing it very humble right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's actually a super hard worker. She busts her ass. She has like a billion jobs. And she's uh You Jesus told Christ. us to turn our phones. I know, right? Hold on, let me see this. I'm gonna have to pause this. <laughs> Alright, yeah, that was weird. Um, I told you, it's always me. I asked them to silence their phones and it was mine that wasn't even silenced. I thought I had it on silent. I should have put it on. That's honestly crazy. I should have put it on Do Not Disturb. Like, it didn't even take long for it to happen. Um, all right, so my phone is on Do Not Disturb. Cool. Uh, yeah, so back to Amira being a fucking super workaholic, hustling. And the cool part about it is you're not hustling in, like, some aimless direction. You have somewhere you want to go with it. So uh, let, let's, let's break that down a bit. You obviously don't work a thousand jobs. But tell the people what you do, um, if you don't mind. Okay, I'll kind of tell them what I do. I work at a school, which is, like, my favorite job. Okay, I, I know you might gloss over everything else, but please don't gloss over that. Mm-hmm. What type of school? What do you do there? What goes on there? It's a private Muslim school um, in South Central L.A., and I'm the French teacher. I teach middle school and high school. And it's my second year teaching, and it's just really rewarding. What's um, the name of the school? MUI. I just don't like people to know where I work. 
or like oh. where I'd be at. Oh, okay. But, but is NUI listed like that though, to so where people can find you? I don't know. I'm looking over at my fellow teacher, but oh. I, I have no clue. Um, but I don't know. Like, like lately in my other job, people have been asking me if I'm Elam's sister and like stuff like that. It makes me want to quit because oh, I just don't. I don't know. That don't feel safe to me, you know? I feel you. But, yeah, it's called MUI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um... How'd you get into that? Um, I, honestly, I was watching my friend's Snapchat, and she was snapping the French teacher, and I, like, just, like, said something about it, and she was like, oh, you do French, too? And I was like, yeah, I know a little French. And then, like, three months later, they just asked me to be the French teacher. And I was like... You took someone else's job? No, I mean, not on purpose. Wow, you came in... I mean, that person, like, left. So they needed, like, another So you didn't have to fight for it? You didn't have to, like, put your dukes up and... No, thank a lot. They just called me. (laughs) And it was, like, during a time period where it was like, yeah, I need work. Right. So... I started working there, and instantly I was like, this is amazing. I love my students so much. Um, I don't know. It's just like a family um, sort of a atmosphere, um, which can have its negatives, too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um, I love it. It's my favorite job. And then my other job is I work at a hair store. Like I said, that's where people come in and be asking me if I'm Elam's sister. But um, I've worked there for a lot of years, a lot of years. Okay. So it's like family too over there, comfortable. But you're more. You were saying earlier about people asking you about your sister, making you makes you want to quit. I mean. Like, what about that makes you uncomfortable? Other than the fact that you said it feels unsafe, but. Is that all that it is? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I shouldn't, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's too close for comfort or something. It's just, like, a weird feeling, I guess. I feel cool with people just not saying anything and just, like, being like, "Hmm, whatever. But I don't know. what. I just usually look at the bigger picture. I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. is just the beginning. Like, you know what I mean? So right. I'm already thinking in my head, like, I got to get out of here because I don't want to really be dealing with that. Yeah. Working somewhere where I have to deal with that. Working somewhere where people know where I work and they're, like, going there or whatever, you know? And, like, people are super weird when they ask me about Nilam. They're like, oh, like, where is she at right now? Like, mm-hmm. can you call her? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like that would get very annoying over time. Not because people are asking about your sister, but I feel like it would be like people are looking past you to someone else, but to your face. Um, and it's almost like, yo, I'm a person too. Like, you didn't even ask me how my day was. You went straight to like, where's your sister at? Do you ever I've, get that feeling or is it different? Uh, I've kind of dealt with that my whole life with, Nilam, so even before her before like, breakout, she, yeah. Stuff. So I dealt with it on a smaller scale. Now it's just on a bigger scale. But the fact that me and her are so close, it doesn't matter that people do that type of shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like we're good, right. you know. But I mean, yeah, she's always been the like favorite, the 
one or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's three of us, so of course people are going to compare us. We're close in age and yeah. all that type of, of stuff. people will do that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, like I go a lot of places with her and um, until she's like, this is my sister, then like, you know, people are kind of just into her and I don't care. I mean, yeah. I don't feel, it's not, if, if it was taking away from like our sisterhood and I felt like she was being like, sus right different and all that stuff then maybe i would care but it's like no i'm like happy like yeah my sister's really the shit so yeah for sure i understand (laughs) you know you have some uh i got a chance to um not really hang out but sort of hang out with your other sister saudia uh at the j electronica show it was uh this was after you had left Mm. um it was me her elam and like everybody else um, but uh, we're like all in a circle talking. You have some pretty cool, like your whole little family is y- y'all some pretty dope people. Thanks. I think it's just a matter of time before um, people stop comparing y'all like to one another and just start appreciating the individual individualness between the three of you. Yeah, like cl- people close to us can do that. Like right. Raisa or like you know like they can. Like, have a different... It's like, we're all completely different, even oh, though yeah. we're, like, a package. Yeah. So, you're going to have a completely different relationship with me than you are from Neelam. Like, mm-hmm. really, you know? Even though you were just saying that me and her are, like, the same. No, I said you're similar okay. in certain ways. I'm not saying you're the same. Okay. I, I don't want to take away your individuality. I'm not going to do that. No, no. I didn't feel that way, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't hear that a lot. I don't hear that we're similar a lot, really. I just noticed a couple of things. Mm. You know, you're very, to me, like I, I like when people have real conversations. And to me, a real conversation is you're trying to find out about the person that you're talking to. You know, you want to get to know them. You want to uh, know about their past, their their way of thinking, and all that type of stuff. And so, um, and and to me, that makes a person invaluable in my eyes because not a lot of people do that because you interact with so many people on a daily basis and the sad truth is none of those people care about you or 99% of those people don't give a damn about you (laughs) so you're going throughout your day interacting with people that don't give a fuck about you but when you finally come across someone that asks a question about you like hey what did you think about this going on in your life or whatever how did you react to this type of thing or have you ever been through this people just ask questions it could be a simple question sometimes even how's your day going like, I'm really curious about it. Those things, like, stand out to me, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, that's the similarity I saw in you and your sister. Mm-hmm. You know, because when she was over the other night with uh, Marquise, it was, uh, she was just very inquisitive. <laughs> and to me, I, I think that's 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 a hallmark of a genuine person. Yeah. A person that genuinely cares about other people. Now, obviously, I'm sure you don't do that with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you're not in everyone's business. trying to, But, you know, when you're constantly interacting with someone I feel like you, you try to get to know them at least a bit totally if you care if you care mm-hmm. yeah so I don't want to make this podcast about someone who's I know. not here I know I was thinking Let's, that um, <laughs> this is definitely all about you so you work at the school uh, you teach French and you also work at a hair how, how did you I call it a hair store, but it's a beauty supply. Beauty supply store? We carry everything. But it's like like an elite beauty supply. Okay. Top of the line? 
Totally. Yeah, Amir don't do no fake shit. She don't do no false weak up. shit. You come around her, she her shit gonna have you <laughs> on top, and you gonna pay that top notch dollar. If not, you go talk to your mama and get a loan or something. But uh, no, you yeah, you'll definitely respect that um, beauty supply, and um, yeah, it's just it's cool. Like, and um, actually, recently, one of the other girls became manager, and she's black, which is like a huge thing because this is a Korean owned oh, establishment. Sure. Okay. And for them to kind of like hand the store over to us and just like never really be there and it's just like us, it's cool. People think we're like black owned, even though we're not. But I mean, we're like. That's the vibe you give off though. We're black run. Right. Right. (laughs) That's the next best thing. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. And you know, they respect us and they pay us good and they do a lot of stuff for us. Like they bought me a car once. Like, you know, like it's just, it's just, it's a family vibe. See, I think that's the thing when it comes to those type of establishments being in any community. I think the the main thing people are looking for is just some simple respect. You know, simply respect well, and compassion for the people that are working for you and the people you're serving. Totally. They're Korean, so loyalty is, like, a big deal to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And they like to have people that, you know, like, they want mm-hmm. you to stay. So they give you what you need so that you'll yeah. stay. <laughs> like, you know? like, yeah. And um, it's cool. Okay. A lot of love there. Oh, fucks with it. Yeah. But aside from your jobs, your, these, I, I call those your hustles. I mean, I would say, I would call that one a hustle. But, you know, not that it's not a real job or anything. But what I'm distinguishing from is, what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any, what's what's on your mind outside of, you help your sister a lot. You work at the school, you're helping children. To me, helping children, doing anything where you're helping children or helping women in need, to me, those are like two of the most amazing things you can do. So you're a French teacher. I wouldn't care if you were a damn underwater basket weaving teacher. You're helping children do something. So that's to me is special. But is there anything else that you're like super passionate about that you're working toward that's maybe like more long term that you're thinking about? Yeah. Um, but to touch on that also, it's nation building, too, which is like a big thing. OK. Talk that, about that. What's what's that about? Um, I mean, our school is a big part of what we need for our nation because it's our children and our youth is our future, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want to put a lot of time and effort and dedication into that and always have my foot in the door over there because mm-hmm. it's just a big part of, you know, what we need for our nation. Um, but anyways, what I wanted to say is, well, I have a, I feel like I have a lot of different passions. Um, my friend was talking about like your passion isn't necessarily something that you love doing, mm-hmm. which I never really thought about that. Um, yeah, because go further into that. What does um, that mean? Well, because like I was telling her, like I I'm, I love cooking. I mean, I'm good at cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at it. Okay. But I don't love it. I don't want to be like a chef, okay. even though I feel like I could be. You know what I mean? Um, it's funny because I have a chef coming in after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, like I I like all that, and I'm really good at it, and I take yeah. really good to all that type of stuff. But is that my passion though? No. You mm-hmm. know, I just feel like that's just something that I just so happen to be really really good at. Right. Um. I'm also like good at doing hair and like do, good at doing makeup, but I don't want to be a makeup artist. I don't want to be a hairstylist. You know okay. what I mean? 
So my friend was kind of getting on me about that. Like, it's not up to you. You're good at those things. So you have to just, you know. Well, how do you define passion? Um, Like God-given gifts that, you know, just kind of just things you're just great at, great at like and been great at and you're not really even trying okay i feel that's what you i see i i get that i think when i when i think of passion i think of something like deep down inside you that you would like to see done and that you would like to do Ooh. something that like affects you to where you you wake up thinking about it and you go to sleep thinking about it you know, is it? But in like a career form, right? Or not necessarily even in a career form. It can be in some type of philanthropical way, or it can be some type of artistic or creative way. I mean, just something that it's like it's almost like a spark inside of you that you just can't shake. Like this is something I've always wanted to do or experience. Is I've there anything always like wanted that? to write a book. Okay. But I mean, like, what the heck? What would you write about? A lot of things. Give me one. Mm. I mean, love. I don't know. You don't have to shy away from it. You can talk about love. I just don't want to, like, talk about it. I don't know. Like, I would just write. That's what I would want to do. Like. Okay. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I don't like talking about my writing, but I write a lot. I write mm-hmm. every day. Um Every, I feel like the things that I write about wouldn't be, like, accepted because, like, I'm in the nation and my sister is, like, who she is and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, like, a personal thing. I can't imagine myself ever, like, putting out what I would want to put out in my writing. If you don't mind t- talking about it a little bit, what do you like to write about? I really don't want to. You don't want to talk about <laughs> it? No. Why not? Is it, like, is it uh, something that would be seen as just, like, you shouldn't be writing about this or... No, not necessarily. Well, I guess. I don't know. I feel like people would have opinions, probably. People don't have opinions either way, though. Yeah, but I I mean, it's just different. Like, I mean, like, I I had a live, which I need to get back in doing, and it's like every time I would do a live, it was like I was getting reported every, the next day. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, stuff like that kind of puts a negative tone on people I don't want to feel negative about, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, why even go there? You know what I mean? When I know what's going to come from it. It seems very restricting, though. It is. It really is. But, I mean, I feel like these are the cards that were dealt to me. Like, I'm a Muslim in the nation. I know that I'm going to be known. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, um... But do you think, honestly... Do you think that there are people within the nation that aren't thinking the same way you are? Not that it, it doesn't mean that you have to be, and I'm sorry, when we say nation, we're talking about the nation of Islam for those the uninitiated. But um, for, do you think that there are people in the nation that aren't thinking the same way? And you don't have to be, it's not a disrespectful thing, or it's not a thing about being um, like, you know, some type of heresy or hypocrisy or you shouldn't do this like we're human beings we have emotions that everyone isn't going to agree with we have ways of expressing ourselves that you know everyone that isn't going to agree that, with Omar? i'm just saying like why would you <laughs> why would you let other people's like if people want to report you like if something like if i was more i'm the type of person i don't care where i am i'm going to speak 
my mind. And to me, I'm like if I was too. if I if I was more active in the mosque and I was doing something like this and someone reported me, I'm like, okay, report my ass. Report these nuts too. Like I'm gonna do what the hell I wanna do. I get what you mean. I mean without of course, without like it says in the Quran, without exceeding the limits. Like <laughs> I'm not going to, like, be have some strippers in, on the podcast come in and videotape it and put it up. Like, I'm not trying to act wild. But if I was writing a novel and it was a, say, a romantic novel, like, I'm not going to write a romance novel without any sex. Like, it's not going to happen. And if I'm having a podcast where I'm talking about real things with real people, I'm not going to talk about those dark and touchy moments with people because that's... That's life. To act like you aren't experiencing but, these things is not real life. Totally. Like, I, I even feel that way. Like, I want to have a podcast, but I'm like, ugh. Are people even ready for that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you make them ready. And then, like, my writing, I don't have time for people, like, judging that in, like, a total negative way. Like, I'm like, I don't have time for that. It'll really affect me. And I just, why even go there? Look, you know what I mean? Let me tell you something. You are a trailblazer. They're not supposed to be ready. You put it out there, you make them get ready. Because if they don't look, this is what's going to happen. I'm telling you, straight up. You're going to write something. It's going to be great. You're going to put it out to the public. And at first, you're going to want your family, your nation, to support it. And they may or may not. You may have some, and you may have a lot that won't. But because your writing is great regardless, like outside people are going to mess with it. You're going to probably, you'll likely get popular from the outside first than you will from the inside. And then people go, oh, yeah, well, maybe I should not be so critical. And maybe I should be more understanding of her point of view. Like, that is, of course, my sister. I know her. I know she's not a demon out here in these streets. Let me get, like, people will come around to ways of thinking. It's just, I think you got to break that mold for them. Like, you have to be like, look, open your goddamn eyes. You know, this is just another way of thinking, another way of approaching things. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I feel like you have a lot going on that you could do. And I say, humbly, fuck anyone else. Fuck them. If they got something to say, tell them, some, tell them like it says in the Quran, or uh, like the messenger says, produce a chapter like it and get your own followers. You know, if they if they have a problem with it, like when someone tells me or someone to, were to ever tell me, oh, I don't like that song. OK, make your own damn song. I'm OK with you not liking it. I think at the end of the day, you have to be OK with you putting out your work and being true to who you are, though. Mm-hmm. So when is that book coming out? Mm. It's tricky. I feel you. I'm, I'm making it sound a lot more simple than it is, but I know there's a lot that goes into it. I don't want to put pressure on you. Yeah, like, I feel like that, writing a book would be me, like, okay, the most complete thing I've ever done. Like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I'll be in that place one day to do that. I want to do it now, but, I mean, I don't know. It's a lot. It's like... Everything in time. What are you saying? I want to know. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Raisa, my uh, soon-to-be sister-in-law. She's in the building hey. right now. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, all I know is I'm waiting for it. And I was, I'll just put myself on that list of one of the ones that knew about it before everyone else. So when it happens, I'm going to be really proud of you. I'm already really proud of you. I know you have it in you. You're, um, 
I don't know. You're you're an all around like dope person. It's just and it makes me upset when I see like <laughs> dope people feeling the pressure of the world to express themselves in a way that makes other people happy. You know, I'm just like, hey, you know, don't do it for them. Do it for yourself. And then they'll either like it or they won't. But at the end of the day, you know, you just do it for yourself. And that's what matters. See, that's been my life mood, like, for the past few months. So, honestly, I feel like I should just go home and start writing. Even if you I've never put it out? videos of, like, people just saying, like, you just start writing. Like, how do you write a book? You just start writing. <laughs> but it's like, what? And, like... All those pages, all those words, you just start writing them? Hell oh yeah. That's how my songs start. That's crazy, though. Like, people that write songs are fucking magical to me. I'm like, you are a creature. Like, a magical creature. <laughs> you thought about that. Put it on paper. Right. Put it on a beat. Like, what? <laughs> that shit is crazy to me, you know? Right. So, Marquise is calling me. Okay. <laughs> That's random. He knows you're here, right? I think. That's probably why he's calling you. You can tell him that you're in the podcast. Or if you want to pick it up, I can pause it. I'm picking it up. Hello? Okay. That's what Just it literally write a draft. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's okay. I was recording. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was good to record, I think. No. I only got the last end of it, but it's all I good. think I'm going to go on live just for like 10 minutes. That's fine. Not yourself though. All right. So... Uh, Mira's gonna write a book. We've already agreed on that. That's okay, coming. That's coming on. out. So, yeah. What um? Oops. Is that the main thing that you're like? You was like, I guess it feels like a secret passion. Is that the? <laughs> is that the main thing that you're like really excited about right now? Yes. That's good. So when are you gonna? Are you gonna go home today and start writing? I think you should. Honestly, I think even if you don't put it out for a couple of years, whatever, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be working on it. You know. I feel like this mic should be in my life, you know? Go for it. You want to move it around? Move it around. <laughs> um, I hate that Raisa is watching. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I'll write it. All right, good. And I'll do your forward if you want me to. Unless it's like a very raunchy Fifty Shades of Grey type of novel. Never. Even then, I'll do the forward for it. I'll be like, I woke up handcuffed to my bed. No. Sweating. Not understanding what was going on. No, no. Only to find the maid had come in and changed the sheets while no. my lover left. No. This is a book. <laughs> this is a book about love, betrayal, and a little bit of music. I really want to write like a diary style book. You know, but I feel like everybody that writes diary, like diary style books that go good, they commit suicide. And I don't want to do that. I mean, just don't commit suicide. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like some type or of memoir died. or something? Or they died. Or they died. I just want to... say diary style book, what do you mean? I want to write a book like I'm writing in my diary. So like a, like a memoir? I'm, like about your life? I guess, but you don't low key it'll be you. fiction. Okay. If that makes sense. Would it be like semi fiction, like some true story, some exactly like a mixture of both? Mm-hmm. I feel like everything I would write would be like that. Like 
this is based off something that really happened, but I'm just putting 20s on 10s. You know what I mean? That's an interesting saying. I've never heard that before, but I'm assuming it means exaggerating a bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) 20s on 10s. I like that. That's what's up. So, I've never, I have one brother that's interested in writing a book, and I think he's already doing it, but um, that's real dope. That's real dope. Um, so you got the school, which you seem to be very forward thinking about that. That doesn't seem to be in just one place. You're talking about nation building. Yeah, the school is like a place in my head that I feel like I would never leave, but it's like I'm going to eventually. I know that there's going to be a point probably sooner than I think that I'm not going to have time for that. Right. I think in the, the, the capacity that you're at the school... I think that for sure will change, but I also have a feeling that you'll still be involved in some way. I still want to be an administrator. Like, you know, like. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But as far as nation building goes, is there anything else that you like? What else? What else do you think is vitally important, just like the schooling is when it comes to nation building? What What do we need? I mean, I know these things, but let's just let's talk about it. What do we need outside of schools? Jesus. We do need Jesus. No, I'm just saying that's like that question is like, woo! Um, or what are some of the things that you think we need that you would like to see happen ASAP? We got the school in LA. I want a new school. A new school. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want a new building. I We need walls. Like, I, there's just like a lot of things that we need. We need our backyard to be, you know, more of a place for them where it's like safe and comfortable and. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, but I I mainly think about the school. Okay. When I think about nation building, because I feel like the youth is where it's at. Like where um, it starts, it's right there. Yeah, I feel like the older ones are kind of set in their ways, and I'm just kind of not really effing with them. I feel like the school is really where it's at, you know? Mm-hmm. And then just working on myself, making sure. I was actually talking to one of the other sisters the other day, and she was like, you need to start coming to class. And I'm finally at the point where I'm not working Saturday in the morning, so yeah, so I'm gonna start going. So what does uh, working on yourself look like? What does that mean for you? Well, like going to class, making sure I'm keeping up my prayers. What class is this for the, like I said, for the other class? Well, you're talking about nation building, right? Right, but I'm saying for the people who don't know anything about it, you mind oh, talking, I don't want a, it. <sighs> talking a little bit about just what, at least what MGT stands for and what that means for you. Muslim Girls in Training. Um, MGT class, we just, you I mean, know, you it's just a class for the which, women. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't really want to go in depth. It's just a class for the women and where we learn the things that we need to learn. Because a lot of the work is with us. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot goes into our class. Um I feel like if you're going to class, you're getting, I don't, you're getting fed. You're getting a lot of the things that you need. What like, are you getting out of it? Well, I haven't been going to class. Okay, well, what, when you were? Or what's making you um, feel like you want to go back? I just feel like it's vital. What are you guys doing right now? Sewing? Yeah. Um, I know. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Without giving away too much of what goes on in the class, it's a lot of things that, like, we need, like, you know? So, I don't know. I feel like I should go. I can't. 
Can you just talk? Yeah, you can You're talk. You're here. Oh, okay, Melissa. Yes. My girl Raisa is here. No, it just, without men, it gets you closer to God. So without, I would say, if you want to just think about it as a whole without giving anything away, it's pretty much just, we're like not worrying about them. I would say it's just you and going back to your creator and the seven units and everything else that we're taught and we're supposed to be trained as women without having to worry about like life and men and shit. Sounds like a very empowering class. And closer to our sisterhood. Exactly, which is very important. That's good. Like he said, it's private. Oh, that's Nilam. <laughs> it's private. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm like trying not to say that. Well, like, not, I don't. I don't want you to tell me what goes on. I, mean, I don't want you to. So, yeah, I don't want you to tell me what goes on in the class. I'm more interested in what you're getting out of it, as far as like the value the class has for you. You know, and you said like it, you feel like it's making you a better woman. Definitely. Which is good. Yeah, and gets us closer as a sisterhood as well, which is very important. Um, I feel like. That unity is very much needed, but very much missing in a lot of areas, hmm. which I think is why it's important to have the MGT class and the FOI class that the nation has. But also outside of that, just being us being more involved in our communities on a small scale and a large scale, you know, from knowing your neighbors to taking part in community projects or, you know, even paying attention to community legislation in your city or whatever that can affect people just like you. Um, how do you feel about, uh, I don't know, just like getting together with like-minded people? Is that something you look for or is it, are you more just like on your own thing or who do you like to surround yourself with? Like, I'm just like, I like being with my sisters and... I have a lot of close friends. Um, when we can get together, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be at the school a lot with some of my close friends as well, too. But, um, yeah, like, I get people, like, saying, like, let's get together and do these sort of groups and stuff like that. And it doesn't – I'm not like, yay, yeah, let's. You know, like, I'm not really <laughs> – I like being at home. I'm a homebody. I like mm-hmm. being with people that I'm comfortable with. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't really like doing that. That's it's cool true. when I meet new people. And yeah. I'm like, yay, wow, I got I connected <laughs> with this person because I don't really do that, you know? Um, yeah, I like, I'm a, I like being alone. I like doing my own thing. I'm pretty independent. So, yeah, my sisters are my best friends. I just talk to them all day. When it comes to being alone, <clears throat> I don't know why, but the first thing I think of is binge watching like Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Are you binge? Are you binging anything right now, or do you have a show that when it does come out, you're binge watching it? I really need to stop watching The Office over and over. And no, over you don't. Again. That is an amazing show. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? <sighs> Mine is Kevin. Kevin's hilarious and dumb. I like Creed. <laughs> Creed, is, Creed is creepy as hell. And then, like, Michael Scott is just too perfectly casted. Right. You know, so it's just kind of like, ugh. Yeah, it's kind of scary how yeah. perfect that is. Yeah, so those are my two faves. I liked when Michael California came. Which one was that? He's was a that? CEO. 
That was the um he, the older I, guy, right? The bald guy? No, he wasn't bald. He was manager. He uh-huh. like interviewed to be manager, but then he ended up becoming CEO because he's like that savvy. Oh, that cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember him. And um yeah, my those episodes are some of my faves. <laughs> so, um, what else do I watch? I have a son, so I watch a lot of his stuff, like what he likes to watch. Um What is he watching? Because I know my little brothers, they would watch, like, the uh, Octonauts. He loves Octonauts. That's one of my faves, too. Like, yeah. I'd be like, play that. Black Yardigans. Um, that song goes hard. But he didn't. He oh, wasn't into the Black Yardigans that much. my head. Now I'm thinking about it. We are your friends. The back. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> um, that's cool. I was asking you earlier. I see you posting about this uh tree hugger soap Mm -hmm. talk about that because and the only reason i I bring it up there's a lot of dirty people out here that need some soap and they need some nice natural soap i wish i brought it up it's in my car but um how'd you get involved with that um uh, they got involved with nilam and nilam gave me a bar and it was amazing so then i wrote to them and was like your soap's so great like or whatever i posted it or something, and then they reached out to me and asked me if I would be their West Coast vendor. So I've just been like trying to get their product over here on the West Coast. It's a black man in Florida. He just goes to farmers markets on the weekends mm-hmm. and sells his soap that he makes in his kitchen. Um, and it's all natural and it's amazing. And there's a whole bunch of different types, which I wish I could show you guys. And they smell so good, and they'll change your life. Like really, they'll change your life. Omar, why haven't you bought any? You actually reached out to buy some. I did. and then But things. I was sold out. Yeah. And then... I'll be getting some, though. Okay. And you can hold me to that. Everybody here is going to hear it, so if I don't get some, they'll know. Okay. Um. But, yeah, I like that type of stuff. I don't know how to make anything, and I'm scared to even try, try to make something like soap because I feel like I'm going to make something that's going to make your hair fall out. And I then... wish I had it. I want you to smell it and look at it and hold it because it's life-changing. I'll, I'll do all of that. Right? I'll do all of that. I. Are you going to bring some on? Well, I have some in my car. Okay. <laughs> I'll go and get I'll go and check it out. But um that's dope. Are you is, has that like made you <sighs> something about entrepreneurs? makes me feel like I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, because people start their own business, and it's almost like they're creating something out of thin air. But I realize it's, you see a need, and you feel a need. Like, you just... I need to do more. Like, I need to, like, it's, I'll get the soap, and then I'll sell out too quick, or something. But I need to do more stuff with it. And I want to expand it. I want to get it in Whole Foods. I got it into one store, okay. actually. I gave a bar to the owner, and I was just like, this is a really good soap. Just try it. Mm-hmm. And she hit me up, and she was like, can I please have 50 bars? And so I supplied so her with that. You're really like a b- distributor out here. Right now, I'm trying. I'm trying to become one. Well, like, yeah, I am. Oh, my God, I that's am. That's what you are. <gasps> you, got a, you got a product in a store. Like, that's distribution <laughs> right there. So I'm going to need, what's the owner's name of this? Star. Star? Mm-hmm. All right, Star, look. I respect, this is a brother, right? Woman. Woman? You said it was a black man. Oh, the owner of the... Yeah. Tr- of the, of the soap. soap, yeah. Oh, his name's Drew. Drew? All right, Drew. Big bro. 
cut that check, man. Go ahead and put her down as a partner in the company. And who, who's moving units like a like a uh, who's moving units like a mirror? Answer me this, Houseway. Who's moving these units like a mirror? Nobody. Who got you in stores out here on the West Coast? She ain't gonna say it, but we gonna say it, Stop Drew. Stop pumping me up. Drew, you need to go ahead and recognize real. I know you a real dude, so I need you to recognize a real queen. So go ahead, just draw out the contract. She ain't moving no more units until she got, what you want, like 25, 30? She want 40% stake in the company, Drew. I'm going to get a good percentage in there. All right. Don't so y'all, y'all can work that out. I ain't going to get into the numbers, but you know what you got to do, my brother. Yeah, she I mean, take your companies worldwide. That's a million dollar brand. That soap is a million dollar brand. And Only if you have a million dollar person behind it. That's you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel that to be true. And thank you very much. Absolutely. I, girl, what? You, <laughs> you better get your shine. That's all I'm saying. Look, I, I haven't even used this soap. I am going to use it soon. But. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. You can quote me now. I'm sure this soap is going to be badass. It's already in stores. Just keep your eyes open. <laughs> Make sure you follow Amira <laughs> on Instagram at you love Amira. She's gonna like it's gonna blow up. So you might want to get in on this before the train leaves and you're just another random customer. Be special. Get it now. That's all I'm saying. Show love. Show love. And if you hating on it, at least buy the soap and then hate on it. Buy the soap and then say you don't Not like possible. it. You know, Poss- possible. If you can buy the soap and say you don't like it, I'm gonna let you slap my brother Jabril. All <laughs> right, Jabril gonna take a full on frontal face slap, open palm. <laughs> you could close it for an extra ten bucks. Oh my God. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's dope. So like, you have you already have ideas in your head for that company as far as just like expanding and growth. Yeah, I just need to dedicate more time to that. Do you see yourself like as a corporate person or? Yeah, like a fancy one though. How fancy? What are we talking? Like, I I'll just be like just chill, but corporate. You know what I mean? Okay. I know that I'm. Yeah, I'll have you know these business things moving. Okay. You know. But like really like low key, just chilling. Yes. Nobody's please. just. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like that's the best way. I like to just be private and chill and to myself, and that way nobody can just like be up all up in my shit, try to mess it up or yeah. whatever they're trying to do. You don't want people to know too much about you, because then they get too familiar. Yeah. And then they try to invade your personal space. Yeah. That can be annoying. Some people are creeps and they just try to find information about you just to use it against you, and it's just like yo, like absolutely. <laughs> absolutely so and I'm the type of person like I don't care like if someone asks me a question if it's not like straight up just a foul question I'll give you an answer and then moments down the, the line I'm realizing you're like just a snake <sighs> let's talk about snakes let's <laughs> now now it is well known and documented that um you know, and I, and I gotta, I gotta bear a little bit of this burden. Men are snakes, can be, and are like the most, uh, 
sometimes the most aggressive and hurtful of the, the snake variety. Not that women, there aren't some shady women out there, but when it comes to being shady, <laughs> that's, that's tea being sipped. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to being snaky, I, I'm already knowing we're, we're, we're like, we're better at being snakes than actual snakes are some damn time. Um, how do you know, right? How do I know? Because mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of people and I've, exp- I've had conversations with a lot of women that had their hearts broken and trust broken and all type of stuff. And hmm. I have a past. I, I wouldn't say I was a snake, but I wasn't always... You've broken hearts, though. Yeah. One. Okay, one. That's good. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. How do you deal with that? Like, how do you grow from that? And how do you, how do you like start to just like interact with other people after that? Because I feel like y'all deal with that a lot. As women, y'all deal with it a lot. Like dudes. And the difference I think is when y'all trust someone, or you put your trust in, like you're really serious about it. Like, if you get to know someone, I feel like the emotional connection is so strong and real for you that you trust and you believe that it's true. And for guys, like, guys will will know that's what someone's looking for and will fake the funk. And will fake it really good. Which is crazy. It's, it's, in, it's really insanity. It's a sign of a sociopath, in my opinion. <laughs> Most men are sociopaths. But we'll fake it so much, and then when things go bad, we'll just chalk it up to, like, damn... Well, whatever. Like, like we'll just let it go and she's not really crazy. care. She's crazy. Oh, she's dumb. She don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll pass the buck over to the woman in the situation and just make it not our problem. But y'all deal with so much to where, even if it's not your faults in your mind, you'll take it as your fault. You'll, you'll beat yourself up about it. And then you'll also look at this other person in, like, the worst possible way. Not that it's not justified. But then after that, you still find, like, the strength and the ability to go out and try again. Mm. Like, how do you do that? Uh, you have no choice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you definitely have a choice. You can become a crazy cat lady and just throw strays at people, but you don't. How have you cope with it? I know you've had your fair share of heartbreaks. How do you know? I'm just kidding. You're a grown-ass woman. That's how I know. Um... <laughs> Heartbreak is really hard for me. Like, that's something I feel like I can't even teach on because it's just like, like, Jesus, pain. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do you deal with it? I like to usually, like, do yoga, mm-hmm. go to the beach. I like water. Um, and then sometimes the beach just kind of reminds you, like, you know, like there's a whole world out there. Like you know, like in this, you're you're putting so much energy into one person, and it's just like <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's 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 just uh, sometimes that just grounds you, like going to the beach. Well, for me, mm-hmm. um, or going on a hike or doing something naturey like that. So I find myself doing like a lot of nature stuff or like yoga. I have a lot of girlfriends who I can literally call and be act crazy on the phone with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, 
a lot of people in my life that I trust that aren't going to judge me and I can just be like kind of open and um, because that's important, you know, like when you're going through a breakup or something like that to have somebody where you could really be open about like what was going on or like whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, breakups are hard. Ugh. If whenever somebody tells me they're going through a heartbreak or a breakup or something, I'm like, ugh. I want to cry for them, you know? So, um, when I was going through a heartbreak once, I was asking a lot of women how, like, I was asking them if they'd been heartbroken and how long did it take them to get over it, and everybody was saying, I'm still not over it. And these were, like, women that, like, one of my friends that was married and pregnant, one of my friends who had, like, moved on, like, you know, uh, just, like, a variety of different situations, and they're just, like, yeah, like, it's still, like, if I want to think about it, it really hurts, like, you know, or if if I'm scrolling and I see this person, it's a little, Mm -hmm. I feel something, like, you know, and I Mm -hmm. scroll all day long, you know what I mean? Right. So... I don't know. Love is weird because it usually goes on despite Despite the the bullshit and like, you know, so that's the the hard and scary part and the tricky part. So that's why I don't like getting close to people because I just get really close. I'm Mm -hmm. like zero or a hundred. You know, if I'm fucking with you, like, you know, so it's scary. It's hard, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Um, and then, like, I'm a mom, so I have to, I have somebody that I have to be happy for and kind of put my feelings to the side for, which can be hard, too, and challenging. Um, but I don't know. It's just, like, part of being an adult. You just have to do it, push through it. Yeah. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I can sleep at night. Like, I yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, like, I feel better now. I feel a little bit better. Just, like, randomly, one day, you just Mm -hmm. feel fine. Do you ever, like, find yourself, like, randomly just, I don't know, looking in the mirror and going, damn, I'm dope as fuck. Like, I've been through so much. Because I, I don't know. For me, single mothers are very strong people. Yeah. Not just because you're... You know, not the cliche of you're just raising a child by yourself, because when you say it like that, it's very easy to think like, oh, just it's just a person raising a child. And for people who don't know what it's like to raise children with two parents in the house, hmm. <laughs> let alone just one, you know, they'll gloss over it. But um, like, there's a lot of emotional shit that you have to go through, mm-hmm. and like you said, you're caring for a human being, and you have to worry about his emotional well-being and also try to take care of yourself so you can be there to take care of him? Like, do you ever, like, like, stop and look back at how much you've come through and just appreciate the person you've become because of it? Or not because of it, but in spite of it all. You ever think about that? Mm-hmm. I do. Not even really, like, recent stuff. Like, like stuff that I went through with my parents divorcing and stuff like that and then my mother getting sick and mm-hmm. all that which is something we're still going through but yeah I, I feel like 
I, I, I can look in the mirror and I, I, I still look okay. I don't look like I've been through everything that I've been through. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a blessing. I think a law, I think a law has a lot to do with that. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I'm just grateful. Do you, do you find it difficult or is it more easy for you to forgive people that have hurt you? How do you, how do you deal with you know, moving on from those things. Do you forgive? Do you? Hold I really grudges? like to give people ninety six chances. Ninety six chances. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big heart. Which is really annoying. Like I just, I, I wish that I was like Nilam. Nilam is cut throat. Okay, like she is just <laughs> boom, it's done. You know. Yeah. And I don't ever feel that way. If I loved you, I really loved you. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, mm, it's kind of. Is that like a trait of being a cancer? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Loving way too hard. I but I mean, like, if I loved someone, it's like, it was genuine. Like, you know, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. So it's like, I, I still love you. So if you come back to me, I'm probably going to forgive you. Um, will you accept them back or will you just forgive them and like carry on depends depends yeah yeah I, I i feel that you know when when people are talking to other people about like heartbreak and stuff i know it's super hard to not super hard it's super easy to give like simple advice like oh you should just move on and leave this person but that's not the way the human mind works Jesus. like there's so much that goes into this shit like <laughs> i feel like the biggest thing is like like you know a relationship is really like two people so like those two people went through things that you'll never know and understand like you weren't there and I can't tell you so it's just kind of like I don't know like that's why you have to be careful like in breakups and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and be sure that you're really done before you start going and tell your friends and family (laughs) stuff because they start to hate the person you might get back dude yeah. And then it's kind of like, mm. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> that guy that I told you that did this to me, we're back together. No, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's why I'm very, I'm very private when it comes to, like, my relationships. Me too. Um, I don't like broadcasting things. And, um, you know, because people... I feel innately just want to know what everyone else is doing. They just want, it's, it's, it's tea. It's, it's adult tea. tea. Like, you know, what is your yeah. relationship? But I think it's like that, honestly, because people just aren't entirely satisfied with what they've got going on. It's like, I you can't. got a whole life you live in, and you worried about my relationship and who I'm talking to Period. or what I'm doing. It's like, you know, pay attention to yourself. But I think that's the culture we yeah, live in. Like, know. just like Instagram culture. It's like, that's all Instagram is, looking at other people's life and going, ooh, ah, that looks nice. Or laughing at people going, ha-ha, I'm not that person. But it's like, the amount of time you spend on this type of, on this device, and, you know, looking at other people's life, you could be, like, spending some time for yourself. I don't know. I have my cousin, the one I did the first episode with, Jenna. She meditates. She, you know, she'll read um, some inspirational stuff or she'll make some posts, she'll write some things down. But she's, like, barely on her phone. 
And I look up to those type of people because it's like you're taking actual time to be in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and when people get all obsessed with other people, I'm just like, how are you living? And I'm guilty of it, too. I do this shit. You know, I find myself just scrolling. I'm just like, I've been on here for 15 minutes straight just scrolling. Yeah. What am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Why is this important? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't. I put a lot of value in just privacy. You know, not even privacy, but Especially just... Especially today. Like, privacy oh, yeah. is, like... It's so special to, like, nowadays, you know? Absolutely. So... You know, it's... You got to take control of your time. And you got to take control of your narrative. You know, if we put everything out there for everyone, and there's no mystery, then, like I said, people get too comfortable and they start making assumptions about who you are and really don't know... Don't have a damn clue about who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up, but before we do, was there anything on your mind that you felt like you didn't get off that you wanted to talk about? Anything special you got coming up, or anything you're looking forward to? Um. You got a birthday, my birthday coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Um, which is a blessing. Um. Yeah, you know, just expanding my business and. I feel like this year, this end of this year, a lot of positive, great things are going to happen. Just stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, check my soap out. That's the number one thing. Where can they find it? Where, they, where can they find you online? You can find me on Instagram. Uh. Oh, you love Amira. <laughs> the letter U L O V E A M I R A. And then, like, I have all my soap information and stuff like that on there. But it's Tree Hugger Soap. Tree Hugger Soap. Feel free to just, like, buy it through them. You know, support black business. Oh, Um, yeah. But, yeah. For for all of y'all talking about there, about we got to uplift the black women and empower the black women. If you're not buying soap after this episode, (laughs) there's something wrong with you. The the math ain't right. (laughs) And, again, Drew, I don't know you, bro, but get that contract ready. Amira's not playing no games. She's being very modest and humble. <laughs> but we gonna, she's going to come with the squad knocking on the door for that contract. And if she's not your West Coast distributor with all profits under her control, then we, we, I mean, we just might have to cut ties. I don't know. We might find something else. We might find, uh, I don't know, some others. We might find a white man to go and work with. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm joking. But please, everyone that's listening to this, Check out Amira. She's on Instagram at the letter U. Love Amira. And please check out that. So I'm going to check it out. I'm going to get me some. Uh, that's my word. And uh, yeah, everybody needs to bathe, man. So don't act like you don't need some soap. And don't when act are you like you. going to get it, Omar. When am I going to get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, can I just like zell you the money for it? I don't have zell. Do you have Cash App? I have Cash App. I can Cash App you tomorrow. Okay. What's but right? I'll give it to you today. Okay, how much is the soap? $10. The soap is only $10 for the best soap you're going to get, you broke mother... All right, look, let me not let me not get wild. I got the two queens in here. <laughs> the point is, you're going to spend with your people or you're going to spend with people that don't give a damn about you. Facts. That's all I'm saying. You know, and you know, like, What's what's better than out here supporting one black business and black women? 
Yeah, I don't know what sherm you. Yeah, I don't know what sherm you smoking to think that's not like a good thing. But put the sherm sticks down, y'all. <laughs> Pick up this tree hugger. So I'm gonna get mine today. I'm gonna take two showers. Yay! I'm gonna take two showers. No, you're really gonna love it. And and if I don't love it. Don't say that. If I don't love it, I promise I'm only dating white women after this. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he is on right now, and I can't. I'm joking. I know I love it. I know it's a great soap. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you all for listening to another episode of Tell Me Who I Am. Amira, thank you for putting up with me and my shenanigans. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And um, y'all just be on the lookout for Amira, man. She's got a lot going on. A lot that she's trying to get done and be on the lookout for that book as well. If you can, you can also go to her page and um, they're accepting donations for MUI, right? Yes. yes. We're going to camp soon. So So we're trying to get those students to camp. It's a wonderful group of students. Um, I see the work she's doing on her Instagram, on Raisa's Instagram. So everybody, please support anything you can, even if it's just a dollar. You know, every little bit helps. If everybody does a little, nobody has to do a lot. Mm -hmm. And we can um, give these students a great experience, a great time out, because they deserve it. They're putting in the work, and they have great teachers uh, like Amira and Raisa in here. And uh, I think they deserve it. Just do it for the kids. Do it for the children. Um, Yeah, make this world a better place one step at a time. Thank you all for listening. This has been Tell Me Who I Am. Have a good one. Peace. What's up, folks? Thank you for listening to that episode. I'm sure you heard what I was talking about by that little bass in the background. But like I said, the audio was great, and it didn't slow down the interview now one bit. And I'm glad that I got to sit down and talk with the mayor. She's so awesome. Um, and just a reminder, go ahead and follow her at youloveamira on Instagram. That's the letter U, love, A-M-I-R-A. She's an awesome person to follow. She's doing a lot of great things. And when I say great things, I just mean she's caring and she's putting herself out there and she's putting in work where I think it matters most. And that's with children. And it's also, she's also very active on social issues as well. Go ahead and give her a follow. Stay up with her. And don't forget to get you some tree hugging soap. Actually, after this episode, I totally forgot to even get it because I I recorded two episodes this night. I forgot to even get me some, but I'm definitely getting me some of that tree hugging soap. Um, but yeah, go ahead, look her up, look up that tree hugging soap, make sure you support black businesses, support black women, and let's, let's all lift each other up. Have a great one, y'all. Peace.